The following is a presentation of the All Andy Elford Network, powered by Anchor. And you are listening to this podcast on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network. Whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Stitcher, and Pocket Cast. However you're listening, and wherever you're listening, thank you for tuning into the program. And you can always follow the show on Twitter. It is at All Andy Elford. It is at All Andy Elfred. Guess who's back? All Andy Elfred. And a shot at a goal. 54 runs in the span. I'm going to get shut out. Dumbino. Hit to a home run. Go on, Jack. That's way back. Put some extra relish on my hot dog. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Choo-choo, it's time for All Andy Alfred. Good evening, everybody. This is Andy Alfred, the host of All Andy Alfred. And you are listening to a special edition of All Andy Alfred, our Falcon Friday edition, right here on the Anchor Network. And you're listening to me on the plethora of platforms when it comes to the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes and Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Bleaker. However you listen, wherever and whenever you listen, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. For tuning into the show, as you can always be a part of our show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyAlfred. It is at AllAndyAlfred, as well as on our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash AllAndyAlfred. Friday's edition of AllAndyAlfred, the Falcon Friday edition, is taped live in front of all of you on Facebook Live. So this show is unedited, uncensored, and full of content. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We are on the air tonight on Facebook Live for the first time in the studios this evening. See the Union Blue right there. The jacket stuff is there. The Tigers, the Guardians, and of course, it's Falcon Friday all the time. It's BGSU football. Big homecoming weekend. The 100th anniversary of our Bowling Green State University Falcons. And oh boy, we've got a tough test in front of us. While Ohio State is looking to ground the Rockets. The Lions try to take down the Commanders. While the Browns welcome in to ground the J-E-T-S. Sucks, sucks, sucks. Jets. You'll hear all my picks for this weekend. Bet accordingly as well. As we saw, Patty Mahomes! Patrick Mahomes! Get the job done against Justin Herbert. And big series for the Guardians against the Twins. It all begins tonight right here on this special Falcon Friday edition of All Andy Elfer coming to you live on our Facebook Live tonight, and welcome in to our show, and welcome in to the studios. I am your host, Andy Alford, welcoming you into the studio, because I love you guys, and a lot to get into tonight on tonight's edition of All Andy Alford. If you're on our Facebook Live tonight, go ahead, drop a comment, drop a uh, question, about sports and what you are looking forward to this weekend. 
sports-wise. I know we got a lot of big games happening, a lot of big events happening as well in the Northwest Ohio sports scene. So it is a huge, a huge weekend to talk about sports, and we're going to dive it all, dive into it all tonight right here on the Anchor Network as well as on Facebook Live. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, well, what are you doing? Hit the subscribe button. We do podcasts two times a week right here on the Anchor Network as well as on Facebook on Facebook Live every Friday for the during the football season. Lots to get into tonight. Of course, we're going to talk about the Guardians. The Guardians getting there ready for their big four game three four games in three day series against the Minnesota Twins. A huge series for that. The Tigers are taking on the White Sox. You have the Reds battling out with the Cardinals for four games in three days. You also have the Mudhens, who are now a game and a half out of a while, out of a playoff spot, which is a surprise by yours truly. We are so close to a playoff spot, especially with seven games left to go in six days against Columbus next week, and then four games against Rochester. That's a key, key series to go forward. Also tonight, you have some high school football that is happening as we speak. The big game, of course, Lima Senior taking on Clay High School. We'll talk about those games as well. Uh, if you're at the high school games tonight, let me know. Give me a score update. Let me see what's happening out there as well. But first and foremost, let's talk about what we saw last night on Thursday night football, and that was Patty Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, taking on Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. A huge game for the Chargers. They were pretty much setting themselves up to win this football game, but then you let Kansas City... Score 21 unanswered. And Kansas City just rolled past and rolled past the Chargers, taking a taking a 99-yard interception to the house and giving the Chiefs a win 27-24 over the Los Angeles Chargers. With 24, 20 unanswered points in the second half. Half alone. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Looking at the box score of the game, Justin Herbert, 33 for 46 for 334 yards, three TDs, one interception, just QBR rating of 63.8. Uh, Eckler with 14 carries for 39 yards. Uh, Williams, eight catches, 113 yards, one TD. Palmer, four catches, three, 30 yards, one TD in the game for him for pay Mahomes. Yeah, it was 24 for 35 for 235 yards. Two TDs, no interceptions, QBR rating of 66.9. Edwards, eight carries, 74 yards. In the receiving court was Travis Kelsey with five catches for 51 yards. Watson, two catches, 50 yards, one TD in the game as well. And uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, three catches, 10 yards. He's just so, I don't really like Juju Smith-Schuster, and you all know why. I don't like him at all. I don't like him, period. Looking at the overall stats in the game, the Chargers had 21 first downs to the Kansas City Chiefs, 15. On third down, the Chiefs were 4 for 12. The The Chargers were 5 for 16. Chargers were perfect on fourth down, 4 for 4, where Kansas City did not take an attempt. Kansas City had 319 total yards of offense, 226 of the year, 93 on the ground. On the passing side for the Chargers, of their 401 yards total offense, 326 of the air, 75 yards on the ground. Six penalties for 54 yards for the Chiefs. Three penalties, 25 yards for the 
Chargers. The one interception was the costly one that cost them the game as the Chargers led in time of possession 33 minutes and 37 seconds to the Chiefs 26 minutes and 23 seconds. So that just recaps Thursday night. Now let me talk about Thursday night really quickly, folks. This was the first game that was on the new network, which is the Amazon Prime network on Amazon Prime. If you don't have Amazon Prime, sounds like you're going to have to sign up for Prime. There is big games that are happening, especially in this market, because with with the Browns playing this upcoming Thursday on Thursday Night Football, a lot of people are looking for that game. A lot of people are going to be looking for this game on Thursday with Amazon Prime. And, you know, I have, a, I have my father and my mother, they were asking me, where's the game on? What channel is the game on? I said, Dad, you got to have Amazon Prime. If you don't have Amazon Prime, then you're pretty much out of luck. You're really out of luck. If you don't have Amazon Prime, then you're not going to get any access to watching Thursday night games. And I, in my opinion, Herbert, uh, excuse me, uh, Herb Street and Michaels, they did an okay job. They did an okay job for the first game. The audio was a little bit iffy here and there. There was, you know, Kansas City's one of those buildings that is absolutely loud. And they did not take any opportunity to capturize that. It felt like Michaels and Herb Street were doing this game like what I'm in right now, the basement, the bunker. And it was quiet, and I just didn't like it. I didn't like the broadcast. The audio sometimes didn't match up with the picture sometimes. It could have been my TV because it's a Roku TV. I heard there's talks about that. But the fact is this. The fact is that Amazon is the new media for Thursday Night Football. It used to be Fox. It used to be NFL Network. And now it's Amazon. They paid over a billion dollars for 13 games. We've already played one. We have 12 more to go. And, and what Roger Goodell said best, he said this in an email throughout the company. He said this in an email throughout the company. He said, basically, this is going to be revolutionizing, revolutionizing the way that people are going to watch football. I thought that was back in the 50s when the first Monday night game was. Or when we took the game abroad to London. And now we're taking it over to Germany. That was broadening the spectrum of the game. How can you say that this is, this is a, 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 a momentous occasion when they paid a billion dollars? And, you know, these games, there's some good games, like... This week, these week's games between Kansas City and LA, that was a great game. Next week, Pittsburgh and Cleveland, that's a good game. You're going to tell me that I'm in week, I think in December, the Thursday night game is going to be the Jets and the Jaguars. Are you going to really sit here and tell me that this is a game that you want to watch on Thursday night in the middle of the holiday season? You're going to, we'll get the kids together. We'll not watch Charlie Brown. We're going to watch the Jaguars and the Jets on Thursday night. 
Give me a fucking break. Give me a break. And another thing. Another thing with this. The only people that are going to really be affected for Thursday night games are going to be like the owners. Because they're getting paid for this. Absolutely paid for this. So it, 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 it kills me to see these games. You know, early games are going to be fantastic. They're baiting you in, bringing you in. Oh, it's it's the it's the battle of the AFC North with Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Oh, it's a divisional rivalry between the Chargers and the Chiefs. And then we get to what we have louder down the road. Oh, let's bundle the kids up together and let's watch Jacksonville and the Jets. Give me a break. Give me a break. Plain and simple. Give me a break. So, with that all said in mind, I took Kansas City yesterday. You heard it on my show on Tuesday. If you didn't hear the show on Tuesday, go back to listen to it because we're doing the simulcast on the Anchor Network. Go back. If you're watching us on our Facebook Live, go find the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. It's all Andy Alford. That's why this show is for real. We're This show is about you, the fan, and you, the fan, alone. You get to hear my takes, but it's all about you. We want to hear your opinions about what you, how you felt about Thursday night football. Did you enjoy the Herb Street game? And so if you have to give it a grade, have to give it a grade. I like the studio show. I I I don't like the whole Curse of Thompson battling with Tony Gonzalez. I don't like that. I can't look at Richard Sherman without thinking about the whole Crabtree situation. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's a great guy. The studio show is good. I didn't really like that Herb Street, uh, that Michaels was just egging Herb Street on to talk about college football in the first couple quarters, in the first couple drives, in a couple series. I didn't like that. I would have loved it if Al, if if Herb Street would have said, "Yeah, Al, this is like hockey in the in the 1980 Olympics." Give him a little shot back, a little playful banter back and forth. But it is what it is. It is what it is, and you know it's just it's just the play. It's just the way the play it is. So how did you feel? I give it a B. I thought Amazon's coverage of the NFL game yesterday was a B. I thought it was fantastic in some aspects, but it just needs to get better. I I, I think I think it needs to get better. It will get better over time. You know, but right now I got to give Amazon's production a B. Plain and simple. I want to say hi to Emily. She says hello to the show. Um, so let's dive into it. Week two's picks. Got them written down right here. I took Kansas City last night. Got that as a win. Now, apparently the wife and I are going to be battling it out. We're going to give my picks and then I'm going to give you my wife's picks. And we're going to be battling it out to see who's better. In football picking. Now, my wife doesn't know anything about the National Football League all that much. She knows that her dad's favorite team is the Colts. She knows my favorite team is the Lions. So, we're going to dive into it, of course. I see Brian. Brian's chiming in. How about those Titans? 
Got to give up a loss to the give a loss to the Giants, man. Come on, man. Got to be better than that. So let's dive into week two. And I think Brian's going to be very happy what I'm going to pick on on Monday night, maybe. So here it is, week two. So I had Kansas City last night. So Tampa Bay is in New Orleans this upcoming Sunday. Line on the game is Tampa Bay at two and a half points. I'm taking Tampa to beat New Orleans in that one. Carolina travels up to the Meadowlands for the Giants' first home game in East Rutherford, New Jersey. The G-Men go up in. Can they get the win? They won't. I think Baker Mayfield gets his first win. I'd take Carolina to beat the Giants. New England travels to Pittsburgh to battle the Steelers. Pittsburgh getting ready for the big test in front of them with the Browns next week. This is a trap game for them. I'm taking New England to beat Pittsburgh in that one. Indianapolis travels down to Jacksonville to battle the Jacksonville Jaguars with touchdown Jesus, Trevor Lawrence. I have to say, Matty Ryan looks really good. I like him. I think it's a good fit. I'm going to take the Titans over the Jaguars. Indy laying three points down in the game. The Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins battling against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. By the way, did you see the report that came out today that Lamar Jackson thinks is, is thinking about moving? And one of the teams he's thinking about moving to, the Detroit Lions. Golf, Lamar, they have the money. Why not go for it? Why not go for it? After all, the, 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 the Illages will be buying the Lions here, here in a minute. So there, there's that. So Miami's into Baltimore. Baltimore three and a half point favorite. I am taking Baltimore in that one. Uh, yes, Lamar would be nasty in Detroit. Yes. And he Brian also says, tighten up, baby. Always have to give a losing team a win. Titans lose to the Jets last year, too. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. I remember that game. The Jets win. The Jets win. It's a great day to be a New York Jets fan. So Atlanta travels across the country to battle the Matthew Stafford. Pizza, pizza. And the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the Rams, 10-point favorite in this game. I'm taking the Rams. Definitely taking the Rams. Uh, Seattle travels to San Francisco. 405 kick for this one. Uh, San Francisco, 9-point favorite in this one. I am going to take San Francisco in that one. Cincinnati travels to Dallas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. No Dak Prescott. It's Cooper Rush versus Joey B. It's plain and simple, folks. Taking Joey B and the Bengals. Joey B and the Bengals. Right there. Plain and simple. Uh, Houston travels to Denver to take on the Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson and the pathetic performance that he had on Monday Night Football. I am going to take Denver, however, in this game. Houston is just absolutely dreadful this year. Uh, the Raiders travel at home at Allegiant Stadium to take on the child, Kyle Murray. 425 kick on CBS. Las Vegas is a 5.5 point favorite. I'm taking the Raiders in that one, which gets up to Sunday night football as it will be the Chicago Dumpers 
taking on the Green Bay Packers. Packers coming off the loss against Minnesota in Week 1. 0-1. The Bears 1-0 with their big win over San Francisco in the in the monsoon that they had. Uh, Green Bay 10-point favor in this one. I'm going to take Green Bay. Let's uh, play the simple for that one. Then we get to Monday night. Doubleheader on Monday night football this week. Uh, first game, 7-15 on ESPN. It will be Brian Keaton's Tennessee Titans, who are 0-1. Taking on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I have Buffalo as my Super Bowl pick to win it all this year. I believe in the Bills. I'm sorry, Brian. I'm going to have to take the Bills in this one. You can't beat the Bills at Ralph Wilson Stadium. I'm taking the Bills in that one. The other game on ABC, the Vikings travel to Philadelphia to battle the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. 8.30 8.30 kickoff on ABC ESPN+. Plus. The Eagles a two-point favorite in this one. I'm actually going to take Minnesota. Minnesota looked really good against the uh, against the Green Bay Packers this past week. I'm going to take the Vikings in this one, which sets up the two local teams. And we'll start first at a four-ball start off with the team that's on the lake. At 105, at First Energy Stadium, in downtown Cleveland, the Muni lots will be filled with liquor. They will be filled with Browns fans that have the hope that this team could be for real this year, even though there is no Deshaun Watson. It will be the New York football J-E-T-S, sucks, 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 Jets, taking on the Cleveland Browns. One o'clock kick. The Browns a six and a half point favorite in this one. It's a home run for me. I'm going to take the Browns in that one over the Jets, which then sets up the other game. One, ten, first kick, kick off. As it will be the Washington Commanders led by Carson Wentz taking on Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. My heart bleeds. Hallelujah blue. I will take down Daniel Schneider and the Washington Commanders. The Lions a one-point favorite in this game. Now remember, you get three points because you're the home team when it comes to betting. Three points in regarding a home team. The Lions are a one-point favorite, so really it's a four-point game. I'm still taking the Lions. So to recap, for week two in the National Football League, I had Kansas City last night, which was a win. I have Tampa beating New Orleans. Carolina over the German, the Giants. New England beating Pittsburgh. The Colts over the Jaguars. Baltimore over Miami. I have the Rams over Atlanta. San Francisco over Seattle, Cincinnati over Detroit, Denver over Houston, Las Vegas over Arizona, Green Bay over Chicago, Buffalo over Tennessee on Monday night, as well as Minnesota over Philadelphia, and the local teams, I have the Browns beating the Jets and the Lions beating the Commanders. Here are my wife's picks. 
She'll take Tampa over New Orleans. She has the Giants beating Carolina. She has Indianapolis over Jacksonville. Baltimore over Miami. Atlanta to beat the Rams. (laughs) Okay. Uh, She has Atlanta beating the Rams. Baca Cranberry. Seattle over San Francisco. Just drinking the Kool-Aid. Cincinnati over Dallas. Denver over Houston. Arizona over the over the Raiders. This is the big one. She has Chicago beating Green Bay. Oh, oh, oh. for you, Brian, my wife has Tennessee beating Buffalo. I have Buffalo beating Tennessee, and she has Minnesota beating Philadelphia. She has the Browns beating the Jets, and I know she doesn't love me for this, but she picked Washington to beat Detroit. She took the Chargers last night, so she was wrong on that. And she took New England to beat Pittsburgh. So that is Amanda's picks. You can pick Amanda's picks or my picks. We, we'll see how it all shakes out for week two. I mean, it's a big week for football, especially with the doubleheader on Monday night. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how this is going to shake out. Steve Levy doing the game in Ralph Wilson. I see that Brian's making a comment on here. I know I'm a bit delayed on your Monday night pick. But if you if it were later in the year and it were colder in Buffalo, Titans would have an issue with the frigid temperatures. But as much as an unbiased fan base I am, I think Tennessee gives a run for their money. The defense is stacked. I agree with that. Marcus Marigoda, <laughs> he says on that as well. And uh, he says, Brian says, let's go. I think he went, met that for the Tennessee pick in the game this upcoming week so there's that for you guys right here as week two of the national football league is underway we'll see how the picks shake out you'll have to listen to the recap on monday's edition of all andy alford as you're listening and watching a special edition of all andy alford tonight right here on the anchor network whether it be on itunes spotify google podcast pocket cast bleaker stitcher however you're listening wherever and whenever you're listening thank you so much for tuning into the show as you are Watching us on Facebook Live from the new studios. Yes, the new studios of all Andy Alford. And, uh, you know, I I love being in the studio here doing this podcast and doing the show and giving you guys the entertainment that you so highly deserve. After a long work week, long busy week, you're getting ready for a big sports weekend with it regarding the NFL, college football, uh baseball with the big playoff push of course happening in up in traverse city this weekend it's the prospect tournament jackets are one and one they lost today to the detroit red wings at a prospect game five to two and no no walleye players in that whole in that whole red wing organization but there's a kid there in the red wing organization i got to make mention of this really quickly 
He, his name is Ivan Ivan. That's right. His name is Ivan Ivan. And the curiosity with me is, what is his middle name? If his middle name is Ivan, it'd be Ivan Ivan Ivan, or it would be Ivan to the third power? I don't know. But, yeah, camp, prospect camp is happening this week up in Traverse City between the Jackets, the uh, Red Wings, Maple Leafs, St. Louis Blues, and Dallas Stars. Five teams in Traverse City doing games. The officiating crews are ECHL officials. Now, i got to make mention of this really quickly before we go back into some football talk. In the ECHL this year, the officials are going to be wearing advertisements as well on their jerseys. How do I know that for certain? Because in the prospect games that have been happening in the last couple days, ECHL officials have been wearing new jerseys that have tracker patches on the top of their shoulders. On the top of their show on the jerseys, there is a patch on their right side, the ECHL logo on the left side, and on the back side of the jersey, there is another advertisement. So advertisements galore on the officials. Now, if you count the I all right, you count the ECHL all together. Advertisements will be on home and away jerseys. It'll be on the boards. It'll be on the ice. It will be on the on the goals themselves with the Geico gold, the gold blue golds, and so much more. It's going to be inundated with advertisements. I just can't. I, I I'm just absolutely astounded by that. Absolutely astounded. By it. But it's money. It's money for the league, and it's money for the it's money. That can grow the league. And I'm fine with that. So, you know, it, it, it's just great to see hockey is back. Now, remember, the prospect tournament goes until Sunday in Traverse City. If you're going to go up, tickets are $5. It's first come, first serve when you go to the seats. And they do three games a day. Three games a day. No, excuse me, two games a day. Two games a day. It'll be an afternoon session and an evening session. And uh, jackets are off tomorrow. They'll play on Sunday against the Maple Leafs. Uh, 3 o'clock puck drop for that one. So, be looking forward to that. It'll be wedging it in between my Lions and Browns watching habits as well as getting ready for Sunday night. So, yeah, hockey is back. And then, get this, folks. Get ready for this. I'm going to tell you this. Training camps start on Tuesday. First exhibition games are Saturday and Sundays. Hockey is officially back. Believe it, folks. I got my new edition today in the mail. This came in today. Got the crybaby right in the dead center. Probably one of the best defensemen out there. I will give I will give the Red Wings credit. Nicholas Lindstrom is probably one of the best. Ken Dryden, absolutely great. Mike Bossy, fantastic. But to have him on the cover of this. Biggest crybaby in the league. Biggest crybaby in the league. Plain and simple. But yeah, the Red Wings back into action. They'll have their exhibition games too. And we're going to cover it all. We're going to cover it all right here on All Andy Offer. We're going to have in-depth analysis coverage on that. Um, 
there is talks on maybe getting a special guest to come in to the podcast and to talk hockey. It's a familiar face to a lot of you out there. A lot of you out there. Yes, they are. Right there on the cover of the hockey news, Brian. Right there. I'll put it on the cover. He's a legend of the game. And then in the in the art in the in this got this today. I haven't gotten a really good look, full look at it. And of course, one of the goats, Chris Chelios. Brian's gonna Brian's gonna cream his pants when he sees that. Look at that. Shelly in a Red Wings jersey. Love seeing that. Uh here's another good one. You know who this is? If you know who this is, leave a comment on the Facebook page. I'll give you a second to look it up. This is Red Berenson, former coach of Michigan. If I showed you that picture right there, that's for real. I need my Chelly's Chili back, yes. But they have each team. Each team has their own uh, legend. NHL legend franchises. You want to guess. I'll give you a guess on. I'll give you an easy guess on. You probably think who. You already probably think. Who is it going to be for the Blue Jackets? Who's it going to be for the Blue Jackets? You know it's going to be who it is. You know who it is. It's Rick Nash. Of course. It's Nash. Because. I mean that's. Who it is. The first jacket to go up into the raft. Second jacket to go up in the rafters. First jacket to go into the rafters was was Kivy. It was was Kivlonix. He deserves to go up there. Nash was second. They choose Nicholas Lindstrom as the legend. In Detroit. How about Steve Eiserman? How about Brendan Shanahan? How about Sergei Fedorov? How about the Russian Five themselves? They're all legends for coming over. Here's a here's a Red Wing for you, former Red Wing. Paul Coffey, one of the best to do the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Brian, they could have a whole magazine on it. A whole magazine on it. Dennis Pot fan from the from the Islanders. Mark, well, this is a weird one. Mark Howe for the Philadelphia Flyers. What about Eric Lindros? What about John LeClaire? What about Jeremy Roenick?
pull up another one here. Ron Francis. This is a weird one. So Ron Francis used to play for the Carolina Hurricanes. Won him a Stanley Cup. Led him to the promised land. You think he's for Carolina, right? Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> Daryl Sidler from from the Leafs. Yeah, this is a good this is a good man, and and I love it. They don't include any Colorado Avalanche. It's not an Avalanche player, no. It's Michel Goulon from the Quebec Nordiques. I love it. I love seeing the Nordique jersey. They need to come back. Need to come back. I'd be all for that. Oh, I love this picture, by the way. So, if you see it, you'll know. There's Chara. Dennis Potvin. I'm assuming Ricky Middleton. Ryan O'Reilly. And the GOAT. The GOAT. Don Cherry. The greatest coach in NHL lore besides Scotty Bowman. It's there. Go get the copy. It's out there. Go pick it up at Barnes & Noble. Pick it up on the uh, hockey news page. The yearbook is out too. I love using that as a reference when I get when I'm putting together my NHL predictions. But I I gotta see a week into this preseason before I make my predictions. So there's that for you guys. As we are closer and closer to the drop of the puck at in the NHL, and we're closer to the drop of the puck right over there at the Huntington Center as well. As they sign John Albert to a new deal. Albert comes back. Uh, another big signing for them. That is a huge signing for the for the fish. Albert coming back. That's a big piece for them. We desperately need more veteran presence in there. So the question and Brett Boeing coming back too. That's big as well. The question I have. The question I have is, when are we going to get this Hensick issue to deal with? When is this going to come out? I have a, a reliable source that Boeing lives with Hensick. When Boeing resigns with the fish, I I was told that Hensick was resigning. It has not come to fruition yet. So we don't know whether or not Hensick is resigning. Now, the question is, will he resign? I think he will. I think he comes back. They give him, he goes for one final run. The final run in his career, I think, in my opinion. And this team is just going to be, it's going to be loaded. And the question is, and now with Denis back, with Simone Denis back, Hawkins, if Hensick comes back, Albert, Meyer, Gordy, great player. If they all come back and they get the situation between the pipes figured out, that Western Conference Championship right there from 
We'll get a new one for this year, of course. It's going to turn into a championship game, I think, in my opinion. That's saying a lot. That is saying a lot. So, we'll see. As you are listening and watching a special edition of All Andy Alford tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and whenever you're listening, thank you so much for watching the show tonight as well as listening to our program tonight right here on the Anchor Network. So let's dive a little bit more into the football situation. Just don't win the regular season. That's exactly right. Don't win the Brabham Cup and we'll be fine. Just get in as a second seed or get in as a top seed, but don't win the Brabham Cup. That's a jinx. It was a jinx, and that was a jinx for this team. I think, in my opinion, that was what the jinx was for the walleye. You win the Brabham Cup. You play We Are the Champions. Yes, you're the champions in the regular season. You're not the champions to lift the Kelly Cup, and that is what this city needs. We haven't had a championship in this city in hockey since 1994. This is 2022-2023 season. It's time. It is time to have this city, and the city deserves it, to win a championship in hockey. It's been too damn long exactly. I sit here, the last championship... In all of the minor league sports in the city of Toledo, you got to go back to 2007. After the 2006 and 2007 championship runs, excuse me, the, yeah, six and seven, when the Mud Hens won the Governor's Cup, that was the last time the city won a championship. That's the last time the Toledo Sports Inc. won a championship. So there's that. So let's dive into it. Of course, college football, the big weekend, big game this weekend down in the shoe. I can't wait to see Toledo get throttled. I cannot wait to see that. I'm looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to it all week. And I told my friend uh, Logan, who does our podcast, and he's a season ticket holder for the Buckeyes. He's also a student at University of Toledo. I asked him, who are you rooting for in this game? He says, well, I'll root for Toledo in the first draw, first couple drives and coming out of the tunnel. But after that, it's all Ohio State. And that's how most of I, the reaction is this week. When Ohio State and Toledo play against each other, you know, it's it, it's really setting up, you know, who you're rooting for. Who are your, who is your true roots to? Are you really going to root for the University of Toledo because you went to Toledo, you went to, you went to, you know, went to UT, you've been a supporter of UT Athletics, and you're an Ohio State fan because they're a part of the big conferences, or are you an Ohio State fan, true and true? And you see Toledo on the market, and you go salivating for a big win. I mean, it's up to you. Brian says, my nephew has been looking at, looked at by Toledo football. I know you hate Toledo, but... <laughs> Yeah, and go Buckeyes. Right there. I mean, they're going to have a new AD. And in my opinion, they're going to have a new football coach. And we're going to talk about that here in just a second. I'm going to talk about that here. Actually, we're going to lead into it. So, of course, 
Bowling Green celebrating the 100 years. It's the 100th homecoming this year. Bowling Green has a home game. It will be on the NFL Network tomorrow, 5 o'clock kick. You figure you schedule a cupcake. Who does Bowling Green schedule? Marshall. The team that just beat Notre Dame. The team that's 2-0. The team that honestly is just going to destroy this homecoming. I am not looking forward to this game tomorrow. As the first time in a long time, I can say with confidence that I am not looking forward to Bowling Green Marshall tomorrow. I am not looking forward to this game. Because I know what the writing is on the wall. I know what's going to happen. We all know what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm not going to say it. Everybody wants me to say, Oh, well, they could pull the upset. No, they're not going to pull the upset. They're not going to pull the upset anyway. They're going to get destroyed. And I, and as a big BG fan, BG former student, I am just not looking forward to this game tomorrow. I am just not. You know, I'm already hearing from the student section already, and they're saying they're looking forward to hockey season starting. That says a lot. There'll be a bigger student crowd they're thinking about not even going. Bigger student crowd for the next volleyball game. Bigger crowd for the next Quidditch match. It's because of this regime and the fact that this team is not competing at the level that Scott Luffler believes that this team can compete in. And I don't know if it's if it's coaching. I don't know if it's the players just not wanting to compete. I don't know if it's the drive that they have for this team, for this community, but this team means a lot to people. This is This is our team. The people that have gone to Bowling Green, the people that wear the brown and orange, the people that graduated and moved on with their lives. To put the effort on the football field, to possibly win this football game, it's so unbelievably important to give everything, to give everything for this university is so key. Absolutely so key. So tomorrow, boys, when you go out on the field, either play to your absolute hardest when you've got nothing left or play until you can't move. And if you can't, if you can move even more, do it. Win against Marshall tomorrow. And we need the running backs to get better. 
McDonald's doing all right. The defense has to be so much better. Our special teams is our special teams. They've got to be better. But the key thing to this is we have to win to save your coach's career. Because the writing is on the wall. He's 0-2, losing to an FCS school and losing to UCLA. You lose to Marshall, you're 0-3, and then you go to Mississippi State next week. You're not going to win in the SEC. So then you book into your Merrimack games. Kent State's good. Ohio's good. Oh, and you got to play uh, play the University of Toledo. So get the job done. Surprise a lot of people. Beat Marshall. You're watching all Andy Alford tonight. Right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and whenever you're listening. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's dive into the picks for this week. It's time for week three's picks in college football. So it's time to look at week three of college football picks right here on All Andy Alford. And we begin with games that are taking place tomorrow in the top 25 starting tomorrow at noon as Georgia travels to South Carolina to take the Gamecocks on. Noon kick on ESPN. Georgia, a 25-point favorite in the game. I'm taking the Bulldogs in that affair. Six-ranked Oklahoma travels to Nebraska to battle the Cornhuskers. Nebraska, 1-2. and two, No Scott Frost. Frost is fired after, this, after the last game. This is the first game under the interim coach. I think Oklahoma drills them. I have Oklahoma. Ninth-ranked Kentucky welcomes in Youngstown State. Noon kick on SEC Network. I have Kentucky in that one. Texas State travels to Baylor to battle the Baylor Bears. 1 o'clock kick on FS1. I have the Baylor Bears. Baylor is a 30-point favorite in that game. Good game tomorrow, 3.30 on Fox. 12th-ranked BYU travels to 25th-ranked Oregon. The Cougars, 2-0. Oregon, 1-1. Oregon, 3.5-point favorite. I'm taking Oregon. That one. 20th-ranked Ole Miss travels to Georgia Tech. 3.30 kick on ABC. Ole Miss, a 17-point favorite. I'll take Ole Miss in that one. University of Louisiana Monroe travels down to Tuscaloosa to battle the Crimson Tide. Roll Tide! Bama. Alabama, a 49.5-point favorite. It's easy to easy pick, and I'm taking Alabama. My upset special, one of my upset specials, is tomorrow at 5 o'clock on the ACC Network. 2-0 Liberty versus 19th-ranked Wake Forest. Wake Forest, a 17-point favorite in this game. I'm taking the Eagles of Liberty. I think Liberty can really surprise, some, surprise a team. I'm taking Liberty to beat Wake Forest. That is my upset special. For Saturday, you have eighth ranked Oklahoma State traveling at home against Arkansas Pine Bluff. It's okay, State. Missouri State travels to 10th ranked Arkansas to battle the Pigs. 7 o'clock kick on SEC Network Plus. 
Both teams 2-0. I'll take Arkansas. 16th ranked NC State. Welcomes in the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Touchdown, Red Raiders. Both teams 2-0. NC State a 10-point favorite in this game. Texas Tech is a really good team. I'm taking NC State, though. 18th ranked Florida. 1-1 battles South Florida. Florida a 24-point favorite in this game. I'm taking the Gators. In that game. 23rd ranked Pitt. Travels to Kalamazoo. To take on the Western Michigan Broncos. I'm taking Pitt. In that one. 5th ranked Clemson. Battles Georgia Tech. 8 o'clock kick on ACC Network. Clemson 33.5 point favorite in that game. I will take the Clemson Tigers. 21st ranked Texas. Who is 1-1. Takes on University of Texas of San Antonio. Both teams 1-1, Texas. 12.5 point favorite. I'll take the Longhorns in that game. 13th ranked Miami, 2-0 takes on 24th ranked Texas A&M. Texas A&M coming off the loss against Appalachian State. I'm going to take the Miami Hurricanes to beat the Texas Tech Aggies. 14th ranked Utah welcomes in San Diego State. 10 o'clock kick on ESPN2. I will take Utah in that game. And then at 10.30 on Fox, 7th ranked UC, USC, 2-0 takes on Fresno State. USC, a 11.5 point favorite in that game. I am taking USC. By the way, notable games. Notre Dame welcomes in Cal. 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock kick on NBC. Taking Notre Dame. They'll bounce back. They'll get their first win. I think they're going to get their first win. As I take a drink of that vodka cranberry on this Friday night. Let's take a look at the Big Ten games. We'll start first and foremost with the noon kicks. On Big Ten Network, Southern Illinois versus Northwestern. I'll take Northwestern. Purdue travels to the Carrier Dome in Syracuse, New York. Take on the Orange, Syracuse, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I will take Syracuse in that game. Indiana welcomes in Western Kentucky. Indiana, six-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. I am taking Indiana in the game. Rutgers, 2-0, takes on Temple. Rutgers, an 18-point favorite in this game. Two o'clock kick on ESPN+. Plus. I will take Rutgers in that one. 3.30 kick on CBS. The first Big Ten game with the SEC. As Penn State takes on Auburn in Auburn. Penn State 2-0, Auburn 2-0. Penn State 2.5 point favorites. I'm taking Auburn in the game. 0-2 Colorado takes on 2-0 Minnesota. Minnesota 27.5 point favorite. I'm taking Minnesota. You also have New Mexico State 0-3 taking on Wisconsin. Wisconsin, 37.5-point favorite in the game. I am taking Wisconsin in the game. Which sets up Nevada versus Iowa. 7.30 kick on Big Ten Network. Iowa, 23-point favorites in this game. I'm taking Iowa. SMU, 2-0, takes on Maryland, who's 2-0. An even matchup. They're both... They're both 2-0. Maryland, a three-point favorite in this game. I'm taking SMU in the game. So it sets up the three schools. 
three games. First and foremost, we'll start with the noon kick. As the Yukon Huskies, 1-2 and two overall, will take on the fourth-ranked Michigan Wolverines. Michigan, a 47.5-point favorite in this game. Plain and simple, I'm going to take Michigan in that one. The nightcaps look like this. Michigan State, on se- at 7.30, on ABC, travel to with to Washington. The Battle of the Huskies, both teams 2-0. Michigan State, 11th ranked in the country. I'm taking Michigan State. I think Michigan State, even though they travel across the country, I think they get the job done. And then we get to the Mid-American Conference games. I know you're waiting for me to give you my feeling on them and Ohio State and Toledo. So I'm giving you a little heads up. Cincinnati travels to Oxford to battle the Miami Redhawks on ESPNU. Cincinnati, a 23-point favorite in that game. I'm taking Cincinnati. Long Island Long Island University takes on Kent State. Noon kick, both teams 0-2. I'm taking Kent State. Coastal Carolina welcomes in Buffalo on ESPN+. Plus. Coastal Carolina, 13.5-point favorite in the game. I am taking Coastal Carolina. Bucknell travels to, to Mount Pleasant to battle the Central Michigan Chippewas. Both teams 0-2. I am taking Central Michigan. Iowa State welcomes in Ohio. 2 o'clock kick on the Big 12 Network and ESPN+. Plus. Iowa State, an 18.5-point favorite in the game. I am taking Iowa State. Murray State goes into Ball State to Muncie, Indiana, home of the Fighting Football Cardinals. The Fighting Football Cardinals of Ball State. Both teams 0-2. I will take Ball State in that game. Vanderbilt travels to Northern Illinois to battle the Huskies. I am taking Vandy in that game. Uh, NIU a two and a half point favorite in that game, but I'm still going to take NIU in that game. Akron travels to 15th ranked Tennessee tomorrow. Seven o'clock kick on the SEC Plus Network. Tennessee a 47 and a half point favorite. I'm taking Tennessee. Plain and simple. Eastern Michigan travels across the country to Arizona State to take on Herm Edwards and the Arizona State Sun Devils. I will take Arizona State. In that game, which now sets up the two big games. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock kick on Fox. It will be the University of Toledo Rockets, led by Matt Candle, excuse me, Jason Candle, Quan Finn, and the Toledo Rockets. Battling C.J. Stroud. Ryan Day and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Ohio State, a 31-point favorite in that game. Good luck to you, Jason. I'm taking Ohio State. Plain and simple. They're going to throttle them, beat them, destroy them. That's the one time this year that I will root for Ohio State from start to finish. Which then sets up tomorrow, 5 o'clock, on the NFL Network. It will be the Marshall Thundering Herd who used to be a part of the Mid-American Conference who are 2-0 coming off their big win against... 
the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They'll take on Scott Leffler, Matt McDonald, the crowd of 100 years of homecoming, and the Bowling Green State University Falcons. Marshall, a 16.5 point favorite in this game. Writing is on the wall. The writing is on the wall. Take it, Marshall. The writing is on the wall. Just wait for the paint to dry. It'll be dry after the Mississippi State game. Sorry to say that. So again, to recap, top 25, I have Georgia, Oklahoma, Kentucky, Baylor, Oregon, Old Miss, Alabama, Liberty in the upset, Oklahoma State, Arkansas, NC State, Florida, Clemson, Miami, Utah, USC, Northwestern, for the top 25, Northwestern, Syracuse, Indiana, Rutgers, Auburn, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, SMU, Michigan, Michigan State. My non-other conference game, Notre Dame beating Cal. And then my Mac, Cincinnati, Kent State, Coastal Carolina, Central Michigan, Iowa State, Ball State, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Western Michigan, Arizona State, Ohio State, and Marshall. So if you're looking at it, one, two, three, four games tomorrow. Four teams in the Mid-America Conference will win tomorrow. Four. Take it as you will. Take it as you will. As you are watching and listening to a special edition of All Andy L for tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and whenever you're listening. Thank you for tuning into the show tonight. And now it's time for a our time to talk a little baseball, of course. And it's time to talk some baseball right now for you guys. As the Tigers and Guardians were in action tonight, as the Guardians looks like has just gone final over at Progressive Field. The Guardians win over Minnesota 4-3 to tonight. As Stefan gets the win, he goes to 6-4 with a 2.34 ERA. Duran, the loss, he goes to 2-4 with a 1.82 ERA. Class A, the save is 36 of the season. The Guardians will have a doubleheader tomorrow, 1-10 and 7-10 before a 141st pitch on Sunday against Minnesota, which will be a huge series for the Guardians as they are continuing to push themselves into the playoff picture. The Tigers, on the other hand, right now, bottom of the ninth inning, tied at two against the White Sox. Both the White Sox needing to get some key wins and have the Guardians lose to get back into the swing of things. It's not shaping their way right now so far. Looking at the standings after today's play, the Guardians with their win today now go to 77 and 66. The White Sox, right now, as they're playing, are 74 and 73 and a half games out of first place. The Twins, with their loss, are now 72 and 71, five games out of first place. Kansas City, 57 and 88, 21 games out of first place. 
and the Detroit Tigers at 54 and 89, 30 23 games out of first place for you guys right now. The Reds are in action as we speak right now as well. Reds out in St. Louis. Top bottom of the fifth inning. The Reds are up four to one right now on the St. Louis Cardinals. So that they're playing a little bit spoiler as Fraley hit a two-run double. And Sincel scores from first. And Asiel Aquino continuing his barrage of home run, as well as Nick Sinzel homering as well. Other scores from around Major League Baseball tonight, besides the Tigers, Guardians, and Reds. The Marlins are losing to the Nationals in the top of the ninth inning, 5-4. to four. Actually, that game has just gone final. The Nationals are 5-4 winners. Uh, Texas up 4-3 on Tampa Bay right now. Philadelphia falling right now to the Atlanta Braves, 3-2. The Astros a 4-0 win over the Athletics. The Brewers are losing to the Yankees right now, bottom of the fourth inning, 5-3. Angels a 2-1 lead right now over the Mariners. The Padres a 2-0 lead right now over the Diamondbacks. Just now getting underway in San Francisco are the Giants and the Dodgers. Uh, the Cubs a winner today, 2-1 over the Rockies. Saint, uh, excuse me, uh, the Blue Jays a winner, 6-3 over the Baltimore Orioles. And the Mets were a winner today, 4-3 over the Pirates. Red Sox a 2-1 win over Kansas City. So that sets up all that. Wild card race. You know, it's 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 up for grabs. It's up for grabs for that one. But I want to talk about the uh, minor league team. Of course, I want to talk about the Mud Hens really quickly. Mud Hens, a big win tonight, nine six over Indianapolis. They win Thursday, twelve to three over Indianapolis. And let me just say this for you folks. Let me just say this. This is surprising. This is absolutely surprising. They have won two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. Eight of their last nine games have been winners for them. They won tonight. They'll play Indy tomorrow, play Indy on Sunday. They will play then seven games in six days against the Columbus Clippers, and then they'll play three games in Iowa. With that in mind, here's why I say this. They have a spot to get into the playoffs. There is a mathematical spot now. Here's why I say that. With the win, they're now 78 and 60, five and a half games out of first place. Columbus is 78 and 58, four and a half games out of first place. Nashville, 83 and 54. They're a game and a half out of first out of a playoff spot. Game and a half out. Because they play Columbus seven times out of, out of the next six days after the two games, rest of the two-game series against Indianapolis. So there's a strong, strong possibility that this game, this team, could, could make the playoffs. And remember, it's a one-game playoff against the South, against the, 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 the East opponent. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Let's go, Hens. Let's keep it up. And you're keeping it up right here on All Andy Alford tonight, right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, 
Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and whenever you're listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. And it's now time for the end of our program tonight. It's now time for Andy Rants. We go on with Andy Rants tonight. Now, I want to say again, thank you for tuning into our show tonight on our Facebook Live. If you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, then what are you doing? Hit the subscribe button. We do podcasts each week right here on the Anchor Network as well on Fridays now, our Falcon Friday edition of the podcast. So it's now time for Andy Rants, and it's more or less a thank you to you, the fans, for your support. Uh, we were not, we were, uh, we did a blitz at the end of the day yesterday evening uh, for our podcast. We're trying to get on to the best of Toledo page for best local podcasts. And remember, I've been doing this show for 14 years, never been nominated at all for this podcast. And I wanted to do this show. I'm doing this show because I love local sports. I love talking about sports, and I think it's time for some recognition in some aspects. So, to all of those that have nominated me for this, I thank you. I absolutely thank you. For the bottom of my heart, I thank you for your support and your love for all for this show, as well as for yours truly. I really do appreciate it. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you. So, uh... Like I said, tomorrow a huge day. It is the 100th anniversary homecoming, 100 homecoming for Bowling Green State University. It's a big day, and the Bowling Green Falcon football team has to make this day unforgettable for people. If they pull this upset over Marshall tomorrow, it will be absolutely amazing. And, and Leffler has got to get his troops rallied for this game. Because if he does not get this troops rallied for this game, like I said, the writing is on the wall. And think after the Mississippi State game, it's going to be another Scott Frost. I, I, I just really think it's going to happen. He's setting himself up because the new AD is going to come in and they're looking at this guy and they're saying that is this the guy that's going to lead my franchise and lead this university to the best academic scholars as well as the best that this you know the best product that we can put on the field so it's up to you it's up to the players it's up to coaches let's get the job done let's be competitive if we if we're if we're losing which I have a feeling we're going to. Let's just be competitive. Just points. Be competitive. Be competitive, and we might win some game. We might win this game. Bought out of my drink. There's that. And I'm out of time. Right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Pocket Cast, Bleaker, Stitcher. However you've listened, wherever and whenever, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Andy Elford. We'll be back on the air on Tuesday night. Tuesday night, we will recap week two of the National Football League. Week three in college football, we'll take a look back at 
the weekend that was in baseball, as well as dive into the first day of training camp for the National Hockey League. Looking forward to it. And I hope you enjoyed our program tonight. If you're on our Facebook Live, stay with us. Give you a tour of the place right here on the Anchor Network. But that is all the time I have for you guys tonight. Until I talk to you guys on Tuesday, this is Andy Alford saying, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. Game of life. Keep your stick on the ice. And to the teams you root for at home. And to my teams. Go Jackets get the job done on Sunday against Toronto. And welcome to training camp, boys. Let's go Walleye. Let's go Guardians. Go Tigers. Go Reds. And please, for the love of God, be competitive against Marshall. Be competitive against Marshall. Go State. Michigan and Ohio State. Because victory is sweetest when you have tasted defeat. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday for another edition of All Andy Alford right here on the Anchor Network. I love you guys. Talk to you then. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network, powered by Anchor. You've been listening to Andy tonight on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Bleaker, however you listen, wherever and whenever you're listening. Thank you again for tuning into the show tonight. You can be a part of our show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyAlfred, as well as Facebook.com slash AllAndyAlfred. The podcast is performed each week right here on the Anchor Network.